All right. Um, hi, everybody. Um, my name is uh, Turbo Screw. Hi, Turbo, hi, Turbo Screw. Screw. And uh, I am, <clears throat> sorry, was uh, a villain. And it's just really tough, um, you know, being on the right side of the law. I see babies everywhere. I see banks. Yes. Perfectly good vault doors. Yes, you want to rob them. Yes, I understand. No, but I can't. That's you guys are have been such a good support to me. Yes, we must be strong, strong against those feelings we have to do evil. The other day, I ran across this like blueprint of a mm. bank where they stole where where they store platinum bars, and I just. Mm. Oh man, I really wanted I really want to turbo screw into that bank. No, turbo screw. You must you must have strength, not the strength to bust through that. How many inches thick was the door? Only two. Oh, oh it's like they want us to take it. If only lasers worked on feelings. It's okay, beholder. Domain. No, now you must. You must remain optimistic, Beholder, as you must remain strong, Turbo Screw. Through our unity, through this league of reformed villains, we will, we will have the strength to not end up in jail again. We must do right by society. Let us recite the theme song. Uh, did I mention that they don't even have security cams? Oh, screw it! Ah! We're going now! Lasers! Welcome back to Draft the Universe. This is the Nerdfight Battle Royal. This is the podcast where last week we picked a topic. This week we are going to pick our favorites, and next week we'll use them to fight to the death, or maybe just for bragging rights. I'm Jafar. I'm Turbo Screw. And I'm Nunchuck Ben, but this time I'm evil. Your beard confirms that. Uh, you didn't have to shave off that little bit in between just so you have mutton chops and a goatee. But it definitely did a lot for your evil game. Ha! Nunchucks. Yeah, you got you got. Oh, nunchucks. Okay, so we need to have a discussion about the current state of forensic science, Ben. You really need to get rid of those. But they're my trophy. N no. N no. That is the murder weapon of, of a murder, and it's still covered in blood. You didn't even wash it. It's a trophy. Ben, we don't have a murder basement to hide these things in anymore. I didn't know we... I I thought that was just where you did the murders. I don't know. I never went in there because I didn't want to be murdered. Well, it's what a better place to put evidence from a murder than the murder basement. Oh, it's, it's just there's too it's, much evidence? It's yeah, like looking yeah. for a needle in a stack of needles? Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Well, I mean, if by needle you mean blood-drenched butcher knives, it's it's hard to find a blood-drenched butcher knife in a... Roughly five foot tall stack of blood drenched butcher well, knives. To be clear, it's hard to find a specific blood drenched butcher knife. Oh, that's true. It's really easy to find a blood drenched <laughs> butcher knife. <laughs> Wait, do you need one? Do you need one? No. No, I do not. Definitively. <laughs> I think I packed a couple before the bunker reset, so. I will not ask why. It's also strange that they never dried. Huh. Moving on. Uh, we're drafting villains. That's going to be fun. I'm sure yeah. we'll figure out the reason why the blood never dries in the bunker at some point, right? That, that sounds like an episode 200 kind of problem, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it's nano machines, micro machines. They're, they're like yeah, they're yeah, like sure. micro machines, but smaller. Smaller than micro machines. Smaller than micro machines. Oh, micro man. machines are pretty small, dude. Yeah. <laughs> How fast does the guy talk in those commercials? You can't even hear him. Just like you can't even see the nano machines. Hold on, hold a second. So we can illustrate this. Let's run an ad for them right now. See? 
It happened. You didn't hear it, but it happened. By the way, um, <laughs> Nano Machines is now an official sponsor of the podcast. Yeah, their ads play randomly. So listen to every episode four times in super slow motion. You might catch something. They're still pretty fast in super slow motion. Though. So villains. Yes. So in keeping with our uh, season two rules, before we get to the picks, we got to do the bands. The no-no picks. Mm-hmm. And I've got the first ban. Yes, you do. Who are you going to drop that ban hammer on? Mm. I had someone in mind, but I think I'm going to take them as my first pick instead. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Sometimes that's the game you play. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the game I'm going to play today. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and ban uh, Barry Gordy. No, I'm... No, I'm not going to ban Barry Gordy. Rupert that can stay on the table. Rupert Murdoch. Um, no, I'm going to ban our favorite terrorist, Myron the Mailman from Jingle All the Way. Oh, I was like, Luke Skywalker? Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, Barrett? <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess. Major Kira. Uh, yeah, she's a terrorist, too. Man. Mm. Mm. Conflicted feelings. Uh Still banning Myron from Jingle all the way. Uh, not because... Half of the cast of Battlestar Galactica from that one weird season. Uh, not because I don't... Uh, he's not worthy of our villains list. Uh, but... Jafar, what had I Googled and had pulled up? <laughs> Jingle all the way? Yeah. Was yes. that going to be your band pick? Or no, your but first... you screwed me. <laughs> oh. Well, this is what you get for Blackstar. <laughs> Fuck you. That's all right. All right, Ben. Well, you get to pick now. Yeah. All right. Well, so long, Myron. Um, I'm going to pick a character uh, be that I feel like sucks the air out of one group of villains, even though they aren't a very, in my opinion, very good villain. They just were the first okay one. And set a bar that was so high above all the crappy ones that the nostalgia and red uh, rose-tinted glasses make him appear better than he actually is. Okay. And there are so many better villains from this series and this genre that I want to free us up to talk about. So I am banning Khan Noonien Singh. Ugh, okay, you know what? From Star Trek Space Seed and Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan. Um... Wait, Star Trek Space Seed? It's yes. the episode of the original series oh, that okay. Khan was in. Yep. Otherwise, it wouldn't be the Wrath of Khan. It'd be the introduction of Khan. Ah, okay. Also, Makes sense. I, I doubt anyone would bring it up, but also from Star Trek Into Darkness. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what? Into Darkness is enough to make me agree with this band pick. No Cumber Khan. No <laughs> Cumber Khan. Conedict Cumber Khan? Will be... There yeah. are there are better <laughs> villains in Star Trek. Yes, um, but mostly none the of Federation. them are Ricardo Montalban. <laughs> so, no. But if you want to talk about Ricardo Montalban, there are there are other cho choices. True. What about um, broccoli in that one episode? Oh yeah, right. Barkley. Barkley. Oh yeah, Barkley in that one episode. Yeah, broccoli. Yeah. <laughs> Is that your band pick? <laughs> no. All right. Um, the villain of the of the dinner table. I ban broccoli. No, I'd actually, I'd like to ask uh, for your guys's permission in order to uh, ban a category. Um, I have one particular in mind, um, which is the seventh president of the United States, uh, Andrew Jackson. Uh, fuck his name. Uh, but I would like to just say American presidents. Can we ban those? You want to ban Lincoln? Yes. You want to ban my boy John Quincy? You were not going to draft either of those as villains. No. I, <laughs> Chris. Yeah. I'm not going to say I had a gambit that was all U.S. presidents that you're shitting on really hard right now. 
but I'm really against this move. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, um, I'm just going to ban Andrew Jackson, the seventh president of the United States. Fair enough. A pox upon his name. I'm sorry if I just stole your crown jewel there. No, it's it's fine. I'll just come up with m- other villains. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not like there are a limited number of evil politicians, Jafar. Yep. You're not wrong. <laughs> you Ugh. could you could ban uh Ahmad Kublai Khan's treasury secretary. He is a guy who was so evil, it is the reason why we have evil treasury secretaries. <laughs> Every time you see like a sniveling treasury secretary who's like embezzling all the money and being evil, he's the guy who like started that. <laughs> oh good. The originator of I mean, a I'm stereotype. sure as long as there's been uh people counting money there have been people skimming money but if there's ever like the middle eastern uh treasury secretary who's stealing all the money Mm -hmm. you know in the or trying to usurp power in the uh jafar vein you know uh you said something earlier that we kind of glossed over real quick ben that i i want to zig back to here oh which is that the federation are bad guys Yes. Um, Because villainy is definitely a matter of perspective in a lot of pop culture. Fair enough. Um, I mean, otherwise, they're not interesting characters for the most part. Um, So I'm I'm just going to bring that back and say that I'm really interested to hear what some of us consider villains. Um, Because that might not be as cut and dry as uh, you might have thought when you started this podcast. Listener, who I'm talking to directly. <laughs> yes, you, with the headphones on right now. Ooh, I'm in your ears. Mm. So, Javer, what, what... Hold on a second, Ben. No, okay, fine. We've been talking to you this whole time. Now we're only, talking to the listener. Only you. We've been talking only to you. I just thought we should have a moment to acknowledge... That we're in your ears. Or oh. over your ears, depending if you're... Yeah. No, there's no depending. It is just the one person, and they are wearing earbuds. You know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry, Ben. Uh, so, Jafar, what uh, what were your uh, criteria for deciding if somebody was a villain? Um, That would imply research, which I did not do. Oh, fun. Oh, it works out in the end. There's a lot of villains, Ben. There's a lot I of know. villains. My, my basic thought was... Would this person try to hurt Spider-Man? Mm, that's if a good yes, line. then villain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, that's fair. I like that criteria. We'll go with that going forward. Would this person try Spider-Man to hurt Spider-Man? Spider-Man is just like, as far as like heroes go, he's just, as far as I can think of, just the one who's like pure good. He doesn't have... He doesn't have Batman's like That's true. spooky edge. He doesn't have Superman's, you know, hey, we're afraid of you level. That's he true. doesn't have the the background of a uh, of a you know Captain America or an Iron Man where you you have done some shady stuff in your past. He's just kid from Brooklyn trying to make everything, or kid from Queens trying to make everything right. Yeah, that's true. He's mm-hmm. he's one of the few superheroes who isn't. Rich. He's just a regular guy. Um, Which is, I think, why people appreciate Barry Allen more than Green Arrow in terms of uh, WB Arrowverse stuff. Fair enough. Okay. Well, I guess I'll get this rolling then. Um, Yeah. Well, did you have any criteria, Chris, or are you just going off the dome? Um, Like the villains from the dome. The dome? Yeah, the TV show where everybody... Like, wakes up and a dome has been put over their town, and now they just have to live in there. I'm aware of that, but who was the villain in that? I thought the dome was the villain. I mean, I'm sure there was some sort of crazy cabal behind it. Wasn't it written by Stephen King? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm sure there were villains. I don't know. I never watched the dome. I just assumed that the dome was the villain. (laughs) It doesn't, like, 
that's an interesting idea. <laughs> I don't think it's a Stephen King idea. <laughs> I mean, in The Shining, the hotel is the villain. That's true. Um, I thought The Shining was the villain of The Shining. I don't even know what The Shining is. The Shining it's tele- telepathy. Yeah, yeah. It's like the telepathy to like the old gods or whatever that fuck you up. That's yeah. Wow, it's been too long since I read that. <laughs> and then you become Doctor Sleep. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. All right. So, um, Chris, who's your first pick? Yeah, no. Um, I mean, just to completely own up to it, also going mostly off the dome, but I had Ooh. I had my first, uh, what, off the Doc- dome? No, well, no, Dr. Sleep would be a great villain name. Oh, yes. It, <laughs> it has to be. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like um, Stephen King wouldn't have gotten the book title if it was a... Uh, Copyrighted villain name. Trademark? Copyright? Trademark? Yeah. What's what is a what does a name fall under? Believe trademark. Okay. Just in case nobody has claimed it. Trademark on Chris. I want the trademark to my name. I don't think you can do that. Okay. You have to at least be the most famous Chris first. But what you can <laughs> do is give us your first round pick. And you weren't in Blade. Um I'm gonna go for the villain in your history. Pardon me. Are you drafting Aaron Burr, sir? Well, that depends. Who's asking? Is it Ben? Are you asking? Yes, it's it's Ben. Yes, ben, I'm ben. drafting Aaron Burr, King of the United States. Attempted. <laughs> Attempted King of the United States. Yes, that is a, a, a real thing he tried to do. And also the premise of my upcoming musical. (laughs) Because, fuck, have I got some good ideas for it. Once again, Keith, shouting ideas into the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, sorry, Lin-Manuel Miranda, I'm writing Hamilton too. (laughs) It's not Adams to Adams? (laughs) No. No, it's, here's here's the the thing, right? Hamilton, you know, the language of of the musical Hamilton is like hip-hop. Right? Yeah. For Burr, the language is not hip-hop. It is a combination of country music and punk. Hmm. All right. I don't think that'll do as well. (laughs) (laughs) But I look forward to hearing it. Okay. So, I once, I really overdid it. (laughs) <laughs> uh, how many villains do you have on your list 16 uh including the aforementioned barry gordy uh, <laughs> but i'm going to go with uh number one uh the villain who set the stage for how villains are portrayed in at the very least uh Movies and TV. Okay. And it's spread way beyond that. But they changed how villains are are acted and how they are written. This was a villain who was charismatic, smart, had his own plan. And the only problem was you were in the way of his plan. But... Everything made sense. He wasn't doing it because he was evil. He was doing it because there was money to be had, and that didn't change the fact that he was also smart and charismatic and interesting, and basically the co-lead of the film. I am taking Hans Gruber. Oh. The f- uh, from the film Die Hard, you forget you spend about half that movie with Hans Gruber, and he's just... He's more interesting to watch than uh, John McClane. And at the end, you almost are like, but can't he get away with the money? I kind of want to watch the sequel Hans Gruber movie where he's just coming up with more and more elaborate schemes to steal from people and then kill off uh, off uh, off hours uh, detectives. (laughs) Hmm. All right. So I guess I'll finish out the uh the top three with another rich white guy 
Oh, um, this this oh. list is like almost exclusively white guys. <laughs> Hans Gruber was almost rich. He didn't quite make it. <laughs> he had to have money to buy the soldiers and like the startup costs. Like you don't just start a terrorist organization with no funds. Well, yeah, he, ex- like I said, yeah. all of these people are going to be white people. <laughs> no, I've got some non-white people. And you use money to get money, right? Mm-hmm. That's the fl- that's the line. Use other people's money to get rich. Like your dad's, as is the case with my first villain. He used his uh, dad's money and business to propel himself to even further heights. Um, crushed all kinds of rights of all of those that he oversaw. Um, just is the most despicable boss in human history. Wh- wait. Um, Paul Atreides? No. <laughs> Wait, he used the word despicable. Are you about to <laughs> Are you about to choose the 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 what, Chris? I don't know what you're talking the about. The guy from Despicable Me? No, I've never seen those movies. The oh. minions are terrifyingly stupid. I hate them. The minions are shitty lemmings. I said it. The first one was good. I wouldn't know. So who are you taking, Jafar? Uh as a boss, he's committed incredible trespasses. Against those who work no. for him? No, no, no. You're still wrong, Chris. Whoever you're thinking right now, you're wrong. I promise. Does he push people in front of trains? No. Okay. Although, <sighs> although to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised okay. if that made it into a storyline one day. Given the man has a propensity for making people kiss his ass on oh, live television. No. I'm taking Vince McMahon. I thought I had it like seven times, and I didn't the whole way through. That's the game I'm playing today, Chris. <laughs> so speaking of old white guys who got rich off their daddy's money. Oh, no. No, <laughs> you don't. No, you don't. Yeah, I, I do, though. Um, <laughs> this guy didn't get rich off of his daddy's money. Is it because it's a rich girl? Are you mm. taking the Hall and Oates song, Rich Girl? <laughs> <laughs> no, it don't matter anyway. You can rely on the old man's money. You can rely on the old man's money. It's a bitch girl. But you've gone too far, but you know it don't matter anyway. Yeah, you can say money, but it don't take it too far. Take it too far. Don't you know? Don't you know? That this character is a villain, even though most of their exposure in pop culture is them as a redemptive hero. We know them in their core to be a sleazy lawyer who threw money at a charity and ended up getting forced into some stuff through community service for being a despicable piece of shit by the court. You taking Gordon Bombay? I'm taking Gordon Bombay for oh, the Mighty shit. Ducks. Yes. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's actually that's a, it's it's on my list, Chris. It's right there. He's sandwiched in between Vince McMahon and Darth Vader. Gordon Bombay. Huh? Yeah. Okay. He's a that's... fucking bully. Fuck that guy. <sighs> for a second, <laughs> for a second, I thought you were taking a president. I mean, the current president. Well, that's he's he's on the he's list. He's not a lawyer. No, before when he was saying got rich off of his father's money, but then didn't actually get rich off his father's money. Yeah, it was that was that was a ploy, Chris. Motherfucker. Yeah, no, Gordon Bombay um, gets forced into community service by the court for doing something illegal at the start of the Mighty Ducks movie. I don't even think they tell us what. Yeah. Um, ends up finding he's got a heart of gold by yelling at kids and being a shitty father figure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, proceeds to be so good at coaching hockey by yelling at kids and presumably making them cry off camera that he goes to coast, uh, coach a junior U.S. Olympic team where he does the same. And then goes also, and- he's a sexist piece of shit. I don't remember that, but it was a nineties. Yeah, he doesn't movie. want he doesn't want the girl to play hockey. It's a nineties movie. <laughs> <laughs> they had to like dress her up as a boy to prove that she could. It was a whole part of that movie. Fuck Gordon Bombay. Oh, 
That's rough. <laughs> ben, your pick. <laughs> I guess you won't be watching the the TV show about the uh, Iceland junior hockey team on Disney Minus. Probably will, though, let's be honest. Because they're making a Mighty Ducks TV show for Disney+. Plus. Yeah, I'll watch that shit. Uh, so, got uh, Hans Gruber, who uh, is... I, I found I have a, a type of villain that I, I'm really drawn to. I like villains that aren't just popping off randomly, that, like, have a plan. They have... Uh, a vision for the future it just happens to be horrible there hap- there happens to be huge underlying problems with how they see the world and they're still going to try and force their vision on on upon you and i'm going to take who i think is the greatest comic book villain of all time if you say Magneto, we're about to fight because Magneto's not a villain. No. No, he's... Uh, I mean, he does some villainous things. Have you read 1602? He's a villain in 1602. Oh, he's a villain in this one-shot alt-universe comic. Sure. I'll it's my favorite comic one. book. But, <laughs> but my second favorite comic book... Uh, Hold on one second. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lock in my guess. Is he just going to the bathroom right now? <laughs> it, it seems like it. <laughs> Go ahead, Ben. I know you think you know who I'm about to draft, and I've been I've been wrong this whole this whole draft. Well, it doesn't matter, Chris. I drafted him 35 minutes ago. I'm taking Ozymandias from Watchmen. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it! I had a feeling you grabbed it, and part of me really wanted to switch it up and draft a Geppetto from Fables just to fuck with Chris. <laughs> have you seen HBO's Watchmen yet? I have not. Fucking, we're stopping recording, and we're going to go watch it all right now. Okay, but we're going to have to wait until I finish reading Watchmen now that I've <laughs> ran and grabbed it. it is, that is how grabbing Watchmen works. Once you've picked it up, you're literally unable to put it down until you've read it all. Oh, awesome. You have the version with the original coloring, the one they didn't update and ruin. It's not all muddy and shit. Yeah. So Ozymandias, Neon he is supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, he's yep. A some, former some superhero. He's the smartest man in the world. He has trained his body past the peak of perfection, uh, and he's realized that there's nothing he can do to stop the Cold War, and it will eventually lead to nuclear annihilation. And so the only way to get humanity to rally is to give them an enemy bigger than each other. And so he fabricates an alien invasion uh, that he knows he has to, at the same time, deceive Dr. Manhattan, who is... Who cannot be deceived. He cannot be deceived. He, he, is, he has prescient visions. Hmm. Prescient visions. Of Watchmen. <laughs> uh, and then he has a fist fight with uh, Night Owl and Rorschach, who are uh, the Blue Beetle and the Question. Correct, Jafar? They're, they're, they are meant to yeah, represent. Then, yeah. But yes. Yeah. Not uh, actual, but close enough. And he he has to defeat all of the vil- all of the heroes that he was on uh the watchman with in order to kill millions and millions and millions of people to hopefully make it so that uh we don't kill each other all of each other and he has i think the greatest villain line ever when uh night owl and rorschach go to confront him after finally figuring out his plan and they're like you're stalling you just want don't want us to stop you and he's like I did it 35 minutes ago. I, I'm not going to give you guys the chance to stop me. I did it before you got here. And it just makes every so other good. villain monologue just be like, oh, why did they wait for the hero to get there? Ugh. There's just so many reasons that Watchmen is great. And I yeah. think maybe at some point we should just do an entire episode on Watchmen. 
I mean, I'd be okay with it. <laughs> just draft things from Watchmen. I'm here for it. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or just like draft. We all three of us draft Watchmen and then nerd out about it the whole episode. Just <laughs> abandon our format just for an excuse to talk about Watchmen. All right, Chris, who do you have for the end of the second round? Um, I'm gonna go for uh, I'm gonna go for an OG villain. Um, while certainly not the oldest villain in the book, um, well, maybe the oldest villain in the book by some standards. Um, probably not the oldest villain in the book. Um, but certainly one that is responsible for a great deal of others' villainy. Um, one that sets a form for all future evil, really. Um, you know him by many names. Uh, Liar, Leviathan, um, Serpent of Old, Tempter, Fallen Star, Dragon, Enemy, Adversary, Apollyon, Beelzebub, Accuser, Abaddon. Is this ringing any bells yet? Yes. I'm taking Satan. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, I figured it out right away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and just to be clear, I'm not taking any particular Satan. I'm taking my own personal, personal Satan. Satan. Someone who's got triangle hair, <laughs> some guy who's there. <laughs> um, that, that's a joke about Mr. Satan from Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> yes. Uh, sung to personal Jesus by Depeche Mode. <laughs> yes. It's the Venn diagram of my interests. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also not talking about the delicious uh, food. Yeah. No, no. I've clearly I marked in the draft record that the Satan drafted is Chris's own personal Satan, leaving all other Satans available to be drafted. Wait, I'm, I am thinking there's a food called Satan, right? Satan? I have no idea. Yeah. S-E-I-T-A-N. It's like a bread thing. Oh, fun. Yeah. <laughs> Basic homemade Satan. <laughs> okay. If you can't make your own Satan, store-bought is fine. Who? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, Chris, take us into round three. Round three. Um, my pick for round three is going to go to somebody that um, is in the same camp as Ozymandias, I think, in that they see themselves as more of a hero, but a hero willing to do the terrible things that is necessary in order to save humanity. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this case, terrible things means covering your skin in uh, sand trout and becoming an ancient, ageless sandworm in order to lead humanity on the golden path towards its redemption, shortening millennia of suffering into a thousand years of suffering. A I'm thousand taking years is a millennia. M- multiple okay. millennia. Millennials. Millennia. Oh, Robbie Williams. Nice call. I'm taking Leto II, God Emperor. Yeah. It's too bad he could never uh, make it. Uh, he could never make it to dinner, though. He was always stuck on the Leto deck. Um, you've never been on a cruise, have you? I've been on several. Okay. You can get food on the Lido deck. No, it was on the Fiesta deck. The, the, the pizza oven is on the Lido deck. Hmm. I was just making a Lido. Also, deck. I think it's Lido. <laughs> but so Ben, yes, <laughs> that that's a segue. <laughs> yeah, that cut me off. I was I was considering uh, <laughs> fucking. I just went to write Lido the second, and I wrote Lido the second. <laughs> Is that uh, a sandworm that sings uh, really cool uh, tome poem songs? Like Dido? I wasn't even going to acknowledge it. Okay, fine. Hey, Ben? I was considering to take... I want to thank you, but I'm not going to for that pun. That's fine. Uh, I was considering taking the Baron Harkonnen 
I was also considering him being one of my no-no picks. Mm. Ba- the Baron Harkonnen is like he's not a great. Vi- okay, he's pretty good, mm-hmm. but like in the grand scheme of things, like the att- <laughs> in the grand scheme of things, the villain is like humanity's own worst tendencies. Well, none of that's <laughs> even in the first book. Fair so. enough. And I'm not finished. I'm not moving on to the rest of the series until Jafar finally finishes the first book, and I can make you guys take my quiz, Ox Hotterock. I've written it. We're waiting on you. Oh yeah, you're gonna keep waiting. Okay. Just like we're waiting for Ben to make his pick. All right. That one was a good. That was that was a better segue. Most of my segues are pretty good, guys. You are like the Jay Leno of segues. Like you collect a lot of them, and also nice chin. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, let's not compare me to Jay Leno. <laughs> ben, go ahead. So I've noticed uh, some of my... Uh, when, apparently, when you have enough uh, picks on your giant pre, pre-draft list, uh, you run into some situations where there are some themes. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed I've got a lot of... I've got several versions of the same, uh, in this case, actors popping up over and over again. Yeah. And that just makes it... You know, oh, maybe uh, I, f- I wish I could just draft, like, Jeremy Irons and just have all of his villains. I'd allow that. Um, we don't know what's in Jeremy Irons' closet. Yeah. Yeah. I'd allow that. But uh, I'm going to, uh, or uh, as I already drafted Hans Gruber. Uh, uh, Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. He played a lot of great villains. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to go with... My favorite uh, villain of the stage, uh, as uh, famously por- portrayed by Edwin Booth. I'm taking the the one who didn't shoot the president. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to take uh, the one who actually saved uh, uh, Robert Todd from falling in front of a train. He's basically the anti. Um, <laughs> w- what's the guy's name? JW? No, uh JWB? John Wilkes Booth? No, the guy who throws people in front of trains. Oh. Oh, uh, Frank 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 Underwood. Okay, Underwood. Yeah, yeah, he's the anti Frank Underwood. Edwin Booth. Yeah. Uh, I'm taking uh Iago. All right. Iago from the uh Shakespeare play Othello, and not from uh Aladdin. Uh Edwin Booth was dead well before Aladdin became a movie. <laughs> uh that's Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> yep. Iago. Although, although I am now thinking of Waitest Kids You Know. Othello, Othello, Othello. <laughs> oh, Hamlet, 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 Hamlet. Did you see that uh, White Kids, Waitest Kids You Know is coming back? No, Kids in the Hall is coming back. Oh, damn it. Kids in the Hall is coming back? Yes. yes. Fucking what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so excited. <laughs> I loved the Kids in the Hall. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Iago, I think there are maybe more malevolent villains in some uh, Shakespeare plays, but Iago's fun just because he's just a petty bitch and destroys the lives of everyone around him because he's a petty bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if somebody kind of upsets you at work, and so you get Everyone you know killed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it's to me now. I got two picks. And the first, I'm going to take a villain from a classic movie. This is uh, someone whose uh, family is very impoverished. Um. He has been uh, faking an injury for years and years and years. Um, while also of all time. While also uh, stealing the family's money, presumably, since he was unable to hold a job for cigarettes, forcing them to just eat cabbage all day, every day. Mm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, when something good finally happens and his uh, grandson, Charlie, gets the golden ticket... Suddenly the motherfucker can dance. Yeah, he's up and dancing immediately. I'm taking Grandpa Joe. Fuck Grandpa Joe. (laughs) Grandpa Joe, 
almost as bad as a, of a person as Roald Dahl. <laughs> and for my next pick... I'm oh, just you don't want to talk about Grandpa Joe anymore? No, we'll, we'll talk about Grandpa Joe next week. All right. uh, like the fact that he almost ruins his grandson's chance of becoming a candy magnate because motherfucker hasn't been out of the house in 50 years and suddenly needs to break the rules. Right? Like, he can't he keep was... it chill for one fucking day. He can't, no. Some people, what a piece of shit. Some people, Ben, have a three-quarters life crisis. <laughs> Anyways, uh, my next pick, this guy is a douchebag, and fuck him. I'm taking Kevin Spacey. All right. Oh, oh, feels gross. He's gross. Oh. Oh. I just don't want there to be a list of villains and for Kevin Spacey to not be on it. Fair. Yeah. Fair, fair, fair. Yeah, fuck that guy. Okay. Ben. Um huh, there's been some some real highs and lows this episode. But, you know, every town has its ups and downs. And sometimes ups outnumber the downs. Do you gotta but get up to get down? Not in Nottingham. Ooh. See, I'm inclined to believe. That if we weren't trapped in this bunker, we'd up and leave. <laughs> but I'm taking the Sheriff of Nottingham. Hmm. One of the great uh, mythic and literary vi uh, villains portrayed well and poorly <laughs> in many types of media. But always somebody you love to watch one of the, the great heroes go up against. I was really worried you were going to pull a Ben and draft Robin Hood there. <laughs> I mean, I like that pulling a Ben, just we understand it without needing to discuss it. <laughs> you know, colonial revisionism, basically. <laughs> I mean, somebody's got to stand for the status quo. But uh, the Sheriff of Nottingham depending on the version, is either a minion for uh, the evil King John or has his own personal machinations, sometimes both. Uh, and uh, in my favorite version, the uh, otherwise hot and cold Kevin Costner's Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, he is portrayed wonderfully by Alan Rickman and apparently just improvised all of his stuff because the script was so bad <laughs> and so the wonderful bits of you know i will carve your heart out with a spoon then they had to create a scene where give gives words like but why a spoon it's dull you twit it'll hurt more <laughs> but it's it's one of those wonderful things where uh you realize villains get to steal scenes and that's why sometimes they're so much fun to look at. Absolutely. <clears throat> All right, Chris. I'll uh, I'll stick on that particular note of uh, stealing scenes. Um, my pick uh, is somebody that. Um, okay, so I'm not going to do the same thing where I do a long lead up because it's more difficult to do this and say that what I want to say I'm going to choose um, Adam Scott as Moriarty in Sherlock okay now I've recently had like uh, some perspective on Sherlock um, there's a, it's it's not really that great like it's well made the actors are fantastic the storylines go nowhere um, and I Really can't believe I didn't notice it until, you know, just recently. Um, I still love this show, but Adam Scott made this show for me. Mm -hmm. um, and I think Adam Scott does, like, perhaps the heaviest lifting that any actor has ever done um, in the role of Moriarty um, in making up for the fact that there was not a lot of underlying bones to the story his performance convinces you that there is. Um, and he, he just has like such a great, like menacing presence. Um, and more than any villain in recent memory um, is 
like totally unpredictable, which is something I think that we like as people who live in a world um, like in particular post 9-11, but like with cl- climate change and everything, I think that like the idea of unpredictable evil is really resonating with us right now. You know, it's evil that you can't, you know, plan for, that you can't really deal with because it comes from places that you don't expect. Um, Have you heard about that's uh, one of the reasons why they switched uh, from slow zombies to fast zombies? No. Okay, so when they remade uh, uh, Dawn of the Dead, Mm -hmm. in the original uh, Romero zombie films, it was an allegory for the Cold War. It was this inevitable doom that just keeps coming. Yeah. Whereas the modern versions, it's a uh, allegory for terrorism, where it's just you turn around and there's danger right there, right now. You don't have time to react to it. Uh, and it's just uh, how how we uh, symbolize different forms of danger in different times. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm just curious. Is there a reason you just didn't take Moriarty just for Moriarty, or? Um, I think that the actual Moriarty, if you look at him, is less than the conception of Moriarty. Like he is, you know, for good reason. Um, Sherlock's most uh, memorable um, uh, adversary. Um, but in the original story, it's not nearly as interesting mm-hmm. as what's been built up. Um, and I think that in particular, Adam Scott, who is like probably m- my second favorite actor um, behind uh, Oscar Isaac, um, uh, is just like, he is astoundingly good at playing a particular kind of character. I've seen him play, it's not just evil characters, but it's like a certain type of like neuroticism um, that's just really compelling. He also did, uh, he played Hamlet. Um, in an up in a uh, BBC production of Hamlet from 2017, I think, um, and I I've watched that and it is brilliant. Um, it is so funny in places that you don't expect it to be funny, and so menacing in other places. Um, they they updated Hamlet to be in the modern era, and as a result, the scene where Hamlet accidentally kills Polonius, um, rather than stabbing him through a curtain, he literally fires a gun at a wall. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know why, but that just makes it so much funnier. But in contrast, because like the the, the brilliance of, of this guy's act, of this guy's act, I mean, this is direction as well. You know, they just did a great job with it. Um, when Hamlet is like kind of like menacing his mother in that scene, he's doing it with a gun, and that's like so totally different. But I think that like for a modern audience, you finally kind of get what's going on, like. He like Hamlet becomes a tiny bit of the anti-hero um, because you're like, OK, I understand where he's coming from. I can sympathize with his plot. He is actually fucking insane. Right. Yes. That's the big choice that every production has to make with Hamlet. Is Hamlet fooling or is he mad? Um, and this one, like he's definitely cracking at the seams. And Adam Scott. So yeah. is Adam Scott's Hamlet? Your uh, next pick, <laughs> just out of curiosity, <laughs> I am tempted to. You or know, Adam yeah. Scott from Fleabag, or uh, oh fucking Adam Scott from Fleabag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. I'm guessing you're not taking Adam Scott from uh, Spectre because I yeah. liked him eh. in Spectre. Okay, yeah, but um, but no, uh, yeah, you, <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Hamlet. <laughs> I'm okay. gonna take I'm gonna take Hamlet, also by Adam Scott, but we'll get into maybe like a little bit of Hamlet in general. I'll just leave Hamlet on yeah, this one leave instead Hamlet. of specifying. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Oh, Hamlet, Hamlet, Hamlet. <laughs> um, Othello, those vampires. <laughs> and thank you for letting me go on and on about my favorite actor. <laughs> that's fine. That's Second fine. favorite. You, you spent two picks Second. on it. It's it goes fine. back and forth. Have you? Okay, Chris, have you seen? Uh, Inside Lewin Davis yet? I don't think so. Okay. I keep telling you, it's Oscar Isaac as a 60s folk musician. Yes. This movie was made for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's it's just funny because Oscar Isaac, who is Poe Dameron, 
and Adam Driver, who is Kylo Ren, sing a song with Justin Timberlake about going into space. Yes, I did watch that. You, uh, you sent me that, and I watched it. Um, <laughs> it's great. <laughs> and it's just really funny to have two Star Star Wars actors and Justin Timberlake be like, space is bad. Space <laughs> is bad, man. <laughs> That's fun. So I tried to throw a wide net uh, when picking my favorite villains, which I was difficult because as I was just writing down my which, favorite... Which villains fight with nets? I'm trying uh, to figure this Black one out. Black Manta? Black, you're... Oh, nice, nice pick. Black Manta. Uh, but it's really easy for nerds like me to just go comic books. Yeah. Like, I could have just drafted five uh, Spider-Man villains. Oh, yeah. Because Spider-Man has the best rogues gallery of any comic book character. We'll do comic book villains another day, I'm sure. Uh mm. I don't know about that. I agree, I agree that it's, it's he has the best rogues gallery probably of Marvel comics, but but Batman taking, uh, Batman's rogues gallery is like Batman's rogues gallery gets real thin real fast. I don't know about that. But we can talk about that another time. Okay. But if I took five uh, uh, Spider-Man villains, I wouldn't have even gotten through the Sinister Six. <laughs> um, so uh, You can leave Rhino on the table. It's fine. But I could take Paul Giamatti Rhino and then just have Paul Giamatti because Paul Giamatti's great. Um, Are you drafting Paul Giamatti back? I, oh, I am tempted now because I love Paul Giamatti. Uh, but no, I've I've done film. I did comic books. I did stage. I did literature. And... Now I'm going to go to video games. Oh, right? okay. And uh, there is a video game where they accidentally made a villain a mini boss that was too good. Disgaea? The the mini boss. That's I, the I, name I, of the character in Disgaea. I've never played Disgaea. I know. Disgaea, <laughs> Disgaea is fun. Uh, <laughs> but they made they ha- it was a game where up until one point you're fighting one villain and then later you fight the their version of the main villain oh but the first villain was too good yes and everybody was like who's this bullshit other guy why did we kill the first guy he was too cool and it was also one of my it was a video game that i thought was one of the most brilliantly plotted and structured video games and it kind of exposed the problems with uh how you can review video games in our modern era because it was a wonderful takedown of the white savior complex, but you have to get through the game before it doesn't, <laughs> like, you realize it's a takedown of it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm taking Voss from Far Cry 3. Oh, Voss is so good. He is interesting. He is terrifying. Uh, and uh, that game is brilliantly written. Uh, there are layers upon layers upon layers of stuff that until you get to the end, and, like, I don't know how they could have pointed out it's satire anymore. Every loading screen is uh, quotes from uh, Alice in Wonderland. In Wonderland. Yeah. <laughs> but there were so many, like, I've played three hours of this game, and the combat is fun, but this white savior bullshit has to go. Come on, guys, it's, you know, 2000 and whatever. And it's like, but it's it's satire, and it's, like, really good satire. Like, you go to this island where... They're doing the white savior complex thing, and the first guy who's helping you out is a uh, black guy whose story is the same as you, but he doesn't get picked to do any of the things because as a black guy, he can't be the white savior, and you watch his like mental state deteriorate through the whole game as he watches this asshole who's just showed up get to do everything he can't do. <laughs> and then at the end, you either go home with horrible PTSD or get your heart cut out. <laughs> so, <laughs> wow, spoilers. It's an old game. <laughs> All right. <sighs> so, last pick. Last pick, and I'm not quite sure. There's a lot of take. I think you've got Darth Vader still on the table. You've got Doctor Eggman. So, yeah, there's a lot of good Magneto. Uh, Robotnik in the Sonic movie. Jim Carrey, that was a lot of fun. I, I was not expecting that. I've not seen it yet. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, but I was fun. expecting to not ex- expect something, so it doesn't count. So anyways... That's a quote from uh, the Sonic movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyways, yeah, um, this villain is uh, the definition of a one percenter. Um, this guy is a billionaire where he inherited all of his money to the point where he fucks off for like 10 years um, <sighs> and comes back and I is just... I am already disagreeing with you on this Filthy point. rich. Um, he thinks he sees a problem and decides the best way to fight it is that he's the only, literally the only person he could trust to handle this problem. So he funnels a bunch of money into research and development for making him a better person um, instead of, I don't know, buying armor for cops or something. Uh, or like safe arms or anything, really anything else could have probably been a better move. Are you taking Iron Man? Um, and all of this spending led, and all of this uh, foray into attempted heroics just leads to a rise of more and more ridiculous villains until in its own self-serving nature, it just spindles downward and downward and downward, creating more ridiculous villains. Um, I'm taking the Batman. I mean, he's definitely the anti-hero in some cases. And if you were to say Dark Knight... Dude wants to beat up all the Justice League. <laughs> if you were gonna say Dark Knight Three, he is. I would be Batman like, Batman yes, is absolutely. literally responsible for the defeat of actual heroes on a regular basis when they're possessed, and he has to take them out because he's the only person who planned ahead. <laughs> yeah, but like, he's the guy who's like, oh, let's fight Superman, and like, Superman's most of the times just chilling. Occasionally, he gets red kryptonited or driven crazy by one of the villains that Batman's presence created. Batman is not the only superhero in the world. No, but (laughs) he is the one who tries to rule by fear, so much so that he's chosen by the fucking Sinestro Corps ring. Literally, the team of evil dudes is all like, oh, Batman, yeah, he's draft pick number one for this entire sector of space. I mean, I'm not going to agree that Batman is a villain. (laughs) I see where you're coming from. I understand the argument. Okay, do I not get Batman? Um, It's, It's fine. I got a backup pick, Ben. If you're on the fence, I'll take someone that is more dastardly. Thomas Wayne? Thomas Wayne. You're closer than you realize. (laughs) You're closer than you realize, but you're way off. So um, this, okay. No Batman, I guess. That's fine. That's too controversial of a pick. No, no, no. Hold on. No, 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 no. It's fine. It's fine. I got another one, Chris. Do you want your other one? Because I got another one, Chris. I will absolutely allow you, in the name of allowing controversial things, (laughs) I will allow you to have Batman. No, it's fine. Uh, ben, Ben was pointing me down the right path here. Um, so I'm going to take um, someone who is a gang leader. Um, they lead a small gang um, that just terrorizes a small countryside. Um, they just do whatever they please. They laze around. Um, they have a very important role in local commerce that cannot be filled by anyone else. Um, and they have to be urged to work constantly because they don't want to, and they really just hold up a bunch of stuff. Uh, but most importantly, they're really mean to Ringo Starr. I'm taking Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> <laughs> Leave the conductor alone. Dude, I saw Thomas in Skyrim. Dude's a villain. <laughs> yep. Breathing fire on everybody. Yeah. He was choo-chooing. Speaking of breathing fire, my favorite Thomas the Tank Engine related material is all of the rap remixes to Thomas's <laughs> this song. They also did wall somebody up in a tunnel. Yeah. Thomas is a douchebag. Fuck that. Also, there's a mod that replaces Mr. X in the remake of Resident Evil 2 with Thomas the Tank, the tank Engine. And f- fuck, man. <laughs> Scary shit. Mr. X is already scary. I've I've never played Resident Evil 2, so... Uh, The remake is real good, and 
I literally just bought it on Steam. So if you want it on PS4, I can give it to you. It is very, very spooky. And you probably will want to play it with headphones on while you are most assured that Henry is nowhere near. Yeah. But it is the best remake that I think I've ever seen. It's It plays like great. It maintains the atmosphere of like kind of spookiness and s- stressfulness of the original Resident Evil games while removing tank controls and static camera angles, which b- people kind of assumed were like the core of the Resident Evil experience for a while. And I've only played four and five. Okay. So. Well, in that case, you don't you don't know what it was like. But um, is but yeah. there co op? I don't think there is. Mm. I feel co op is important to the Resident Evil experience. Because you've played four and five. No, there's no co-op in four. But yeah. Four is really fun. Yeah, four is a really fun game. Five. Well, I got to play it with my roommate. <laughs> right. Six. Um, Let's just do a countdown of bad Resident Evils. So, uh, honorable mentions. So many. Albert Wesker. <laughs> just to put it out there. Uh, the Riddler. Just get out. Darth Vader. Darth Vader. I can't believe um, nobody picked Darth Patrick Vader. Patrick Bateman. Uh, Scar. Uh, mm-hmm. Hans Landa mm-hmm. from Inglorious uh, uh, Bastards. Glorious Bastards. Yeah. Maybe a controversial honorable mention. I know that 100% of the time he's not always a great villain, but when he's done well, the Joker is fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Um, Kingpin, Magneto, Doctor Doom. Yeah, I, I mean, I still hold Magneto's not a villain, but yeah. Uh, Doctor Doom, I kind of wanted... I almost picked him just so we could talk about the uh, the... The there was a uh, uh, webcomic nuclear power uh, Mm -hmm. that a runner for like 10 comics was uh, who would win in a fight, Batman or Dr. Doom. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I believe they correctly decided it was Dr. Doom. Yeah, no, that's fair. Uh, So if Magneto isn't a villain... Does yeah. that make him the Malcolm X to Xavier's Martin Luther King? Well, he does try to commit genocide a whole bunch of times. So, so I don't know what Jafar counts as a villain or not. <laughs> yeah, there's a bit of the genocide with Magneto. That's fair. Okay. He doesn't he doesn't succeed. He just he's he is he's someone who is pro genocide as a person, I get. Ah, oh, fucking. <laughs> Here's the issue with every comic book villain ever and I think it's telling that I, I, it's safe to say we're all on the same page here because one thing that we all did with our picks is we specified versions of characters um, or there were limited versions of characters to choose from. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, Ozymandias doesn't have this issue, but like Chris had mentioned with the Joker, like, yeah. there's actually, like, 80 versions of the Joker. He's 80 different characters. Mm-hmm. And the same with Magneto. And actually, literally, in the DC universe, he is three different characters yeah that's uh <laughs> fucking which timeline doomsday clock bullshit yeah no it's oh and that's the thing too is like there's just so many variations of magneto yeah. and yes some of them are definitely villains and any of those that are yeah. pro-genocide are villains mm-hmm. but that is not every version of magneto that's no. been written comic yeah. book villains are a construct through which just like comic book heroes to tell interesting stories and the reason that i think that batman's uh, Rogue's Gallery is great is that it gives people a lot of really interesting avenues for stories. Um, it's not because the villains themselves are great. It's because the concepts that they represent in opposition to Batman are great. The contrast that they draw. The fact that the Joker is basically Batman's like diametric opposite. You know, Sometimes. In, sometimes. when In good Joker stories, you know? Like, Batman is like, you know basically order flirting with chaos joker is chaos (laughs) it's just yeah um geppetto i believe i went on a really long rant when we drafted our favorite comic books about how cool geppetto is as a villain in the fables universe yeah uh he's a guy who accidentally found himself the emperor of a giant evil empire (laughs) and then was just like well i can i can do this (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh hell 9000 Oh yes, uh, Blofeld. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I took two Alan Rickman's. I almost just 
did all Alan Rickman's. That would have been fun. <laughs> Ooh, a pack full of Rickman's. Yeah. <laughs> There's an episode title. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, um, I'm really excited for the next episode. Yeah. I can't wait to talk more about how horrible Gordon Bombay is. <laughs> oh, quack, 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 quack. Can, can there be an untitled duck game? <laughs> With a dedicated well, it's just quack each, button. Well, but then each task is get bread, <laughs> dude. Uh, dude, Ben, we just have to go through different menial jobs so you can get this bread. Ben, we just came up with a really good idea for a video game. We need to go develop it now. <laughs> All right, quickly. All right. Thanks, as always, to the Kickstand Band for our theme song, How It Feels. You can find their music at thekickstandband.com or wherever you listen to music. And feel free to shoot us an email at drafttheuniverse at gmail.com. Let us know who your favorite villains are or what topics we should dis- discuss. And head on over to Twitter at DraftTheVerse, facebook.com slash DraftTheUniverse, where you can engage with us and our social media management team. See you next week, Internet.